Welcome to another Takeover edition of YNF Movie Pod. This is Chris. And this is Chad. And today we sit down with director Rob Siano and we talk about the 90s classic, Hook. But while you are listening, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at YNF Movie Pod. That's also where you can find Chad and I in case you want to follow us as well. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some fava beans. My skin ate. That was If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome back. So we got a wonderful guest with us today. We have a writer, director, producer, editor. He kind of does a little bit of everything from what I understand. So here is Rob Ciano. He is the writer, director of Shimmer, which we're going to be talking a little bit of. So thank you for joining us, man. I know this is <laughs> a little yeah, no, thank morning you. than maybe what we're used to. Um, so when I read up on you, you're a little bit of a jack of all trades. It sounds like, and the film is a really big part of who you are, from what I understand. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you got started? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, and uh, and yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I started out in theater. Um, I started acting on stage when I was uh, seven years old uh, with like a theater camp kind of a thing. And I got bit with the acting bug pretty quickly, and that kind of spiraled into doing a little bit of community theater, a lot of musicals, stuff like that. My sister joined in when she started, got old enough, and then my brother joined in when he, you know, was old enough to start, you know, and my parents, everybody, it was a whole family thing. Everybody was really involved in the in the theater. In theater. Um, <clears throat> and uh, at the same time, or, or around the same time, a friend of mine ended up getting a video camera, and uh, those two kind of you know, married pretty easily for me. And I started getting into both doing the, the acting side and the video side, which also meant, you know, I'm editing on my VCR to VCR from the camera to the VCR and doing all this fun stuff. <laughs> awesome. Uh, that led to, you know, we had a video and film elective in high school. I went to school for film. Um, and uh, it's really just been an exercise in um, <laughs> keeping going, I guess. Right. Um, there, there were a lot of projects that I had where, um, in one project in particular, it took me, you know, it took me uh, seven years to edit this one project. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been a strange, interesting journey. Um, I guess the more recent, the more recent things that happened was, uh, um, to get to actually making this film was, um, I made a short film uh, called Blackout with, um, a co-director named Stanton Hunter. And uh, he came up with a story. I wrote the script, we directed together and just so happened to be in the right place at the right time where we uh, met somebody who uh, represented Showtime. And uh, they were able to, you know, I, I took my shot, gave them my card, said, can you watch my short film? Because he mentioned in passing that sometimes they'll license short films and indeed they did. And that was, you know, that worked out well enough that, uh, I was able to get some funding to make to make this feature. That's and amazing. That's where we are. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. It's being a, a creative. It's like you want to be able to make sure you have your hands in everything a little bit because you mm. see the vision in your head of 
you know, maybe the editing parts and you see the vision of the production part of it to the production design and you mm. know, not just the acting and the story necessarily, but you see the little nuances as a creative and that I can absolutely relate to. <laughs> it's <awesome>. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I think that comes too with like, you know, starting on that kind of base level of like, you have to just, you have to have your hands in everything. You're making the whole thing yourself, just you. And maybe if you're lucky, you've got your friend, but otherwise like it was me with my Legos. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm making a little Lego movie. I have to do every for everything for that. <laughs> the editing, I have to do the sound effects that I was making. I was making little laser sounds with my mouth and like, I was like, zoom, zoom, like yes. and then re-recording it. So it was just this whole learning process throughout life, you know? Yeah. And it just prepares you, especially like, cause I mean, you know, Chad here, he's my brother. So mm-hmm. we grow up close in age and all that stuff. So we would sometimes just take our action figures or whatever, and sometimes just do like a slice of life act out thing with the figures mm. and we'll just you know find like maybe um cards or some sort to make like furniture pieces with or whatever and be like oh this is a piece here goes here and blah blah and you know kind of almost stage it out and everything so it really does kind of get you going and it sounds like that's kind of like a little bit of what you had there to get the ball rolling for you in the early days yeah absolutely and uh and also i was lucky too because especially in school um I, I I was kind of known as the guy that made videos and did acting. Um, so like I was able to actually do a lot of school projects that otherwise wouldn't be videos as videos. So oh, nice, yeah. that, there was a lot of like extra <laughs> practice there too, which was uh, some, were, some were hits and some were misses. I'll tell you that much. It's hard to hit those aces all the time. That's for sure. And, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the truth, right? <laughs> exactly. So there, you, you see it in your head, but then it doesn't come out quite white. Oh, yeah. I can talk pretty <laughs> quite right. There we go. So I've got to ask you, so about this movie Shimmer, can you, we already know what it's about, but can you tell our listeners a little bit of what this movie is? Sure. Uh, well, Shimmer, uh, are you afraid of the light? Uh, there is an entity that lives in the light and you really can't see it during the day. Um, our main character is a forensic scientist who's investigating a series of strange deaths. And as she continues to investigate, she starts to realize this doesn't seem like a human killer and then realizes, oh my God, this thing is after me and has to try and stop it. That's awesome. Yeah. See, like, and actually, um, oh my gosh, uh, Nicole, uh, Nicole. Galicia. Yeah, yes. I always have a problem with the last name there for some reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. Galicia, yes. she was really good, by the way. Great choice and everything too. So Nicole I really was amazing. That. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and this kind of had a little bit of a X-Files yeah. feel to <laughs> me in some respect. Uh, it was, that was really neat to enjoy. It's a great mystery thing thriller mm. uh, for anyone who's kind of curious kind of curious about the genres mixed in it it's really awesome yeah and i like that it um you know because we all have that innate fear of the dark <clears throat> but what you've done is you you've subverted that idea mm. um which i thought mm-hmm. was a really neat twist on you know yeah the sort of innate fears that we may not necessarily have let's say and then also what yeah, I'm kind of curious. How did you come up with this film? Well, actually, it's exactly um, what you were just saying, Chad, was that it's we took this idea. The, the idea of being afraid of the dark is common enough that people understand it pretty readily. So I really wanted to flip that on its head and say, all right, well, here's this concept. We know what's the opposite of that. 
why would somebody be afraid of the light? What are properties of light that could be, you know, frightening? Light reveals things that maybe people wouldn't, you know, otherwise want to be revealed. Light can blind you. Light can, you know, um, and then, you know, combining that with some other metaphors and things, you know, maybe a light of truth, something like that. So the story kind of evolved out of this idea of like, where and how can we make something, you know, light, you know, and, and it, it happened pretty early on that like there, there was indeed like an entity, there was some kind of physical representation of this light in the world. And there was some, some kind of light thing that was causing, you know, these problems and it evolved into what, you know, what the film is. Um, but it really, um, the film, the idea came out of this experiment of, of like, you know, what what kind of story can happen where there is this light protagonist um, or antagonist, I should say, or is it an antagonist? Is it just a creature? You know, who knows? Maybe it's just maybe it's just living its life and got mixed up in some humans this time. Like, who knows? Right. You know? Yeah. And the thing is, uh, even in the light, it can be dangerous because we never know what can happen. And and there's also all kinds of crazy true stories that's happened out there, too. It, that can be mm. quite mysterious and scary so it gets to get to anybody yeah but um otherwise like what also inspired you to go into filmmaking it sounds like it was always there for you of course but was there some early influences there for you uh well I mean as far as early influences uh one thing was a you know my friend ended up getting that camera pretty young so I was always interested in like oh camera camera also, um, my dad would always at every family gathering have his video camera out taking home movies. And so that was also a thing that I connected to. Like, I was just like, oh, like, this is, you know, this is cool. Like, he's, ca- you know, he's capturing these moments. And then, like, you know, we'd watch some old movies as a family other times. And like, and I just like really got into this idea of like having a camera, capturing moments, using those moments to tell stories. And, you know, when I was getting closer to college age and it's, and it's like, am I going to go to school? If I'm going to go to school, what am I going to go to school for? It was really between acting and it was, and film. And because I really was heavily involved in acting, I was trying to get an agent. I was going out there and, and, you know, doing auditions and things. And I was doing, literally I did maybe at least two, if not four community theater musicals a year, which can be anywhere from two to three months of <laughs> rehearsal. You know, I was really yeah. into it. Uh, so, um, but when it, when it really came down to like, what do I want to go ahead and study and do and pursue? I enjoyed acting, but I think I started to see myself more as like that overall storyteller and the person to like, you know, I, I felt like I could be the person to put the story together, to create that. Right. I was also writing scripts at that time. I was making my own movies and I was like, this is, this is so much fun. Like I want to do, I want to learn how to do all, all of this stuff. And I want to do yeah. all of this stuff as opposed to just kind of focus in here, you know? <laughs> so really cool, man. What was there like, uh, obviously we're, we got another film we'll be talking about here soon that yes. I know is one of your favorites, but was there some other favorites as well that may have, you know, you watch and you sat there and go, I want to be involved in this. This is the movie or, you know, this is a movie and that's a movie that, you know, got you hooked that you're like, yeah, I want to be in this business. Well, I can tell you that I made a lot of Star Wars inspired films growing up. Awesome. I made many Star Wars inspired films. Uh, and that also led directly into something else that I do, which is visual effects. I started um, not only making these movies, but like my friends, like 
I would, we would make lightsaber videos and I was like, okay, great. We made the video. How do I put the special effects in? So then I learned how to make the special effects for those things too. Um, so like, you know, it was just like, as you said, trying to just get my hands in every aspect of this. Um, but uh, I, I, I lost the question. I'm sorry. Oh, oh no, other no, films. Yeah. Other <laughs> films. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, obviously inspired by, by star Wars, but um I mean, there, there were so many movies that I just like latched onto and watched many, many times growing up. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm trying to, the, the silliest one that I can think of is eh, maybe not that silly, Singing in the Rain. I watched oh, Singing in the Rain yeah. so many times growing up, you know, um, just the, the dance sequences and the, I mean, obviously it tied right into that, you know, that interest of mine, which was musical theater, right. but um you know, I watched, I watched that film so many, so many times. I watched, um, you know, Twister. I watched one time because I was very young and I was terrified, <laughs> uh, but that one stuck in there. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Psycho, I watched many, I mean, uh, not Psycho, um, um, The Shining, excuse me. Psycho I watched, mm-hmm. but The Shining, I watched many, many times. Um, you know, films like that, I mean, which are very different than the film that I'm, that we're going to be talking oh, about yeah. later. No, because uh, it seems like, yeah. You know, again, it's just uh, there's so many things as a creative. There's so many things that influence us, and it gives you yes. so many ideas in so many different ways. And no matter what film you make, there's always going to be a little bit of elements from all of that in the film. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Absolutely. You know, have little elements of drama, yeah. elements of this <laughs> and that. So yeah. So yeah. as we we're saying, we're going to be talking about one of your favorite films. So we're going to be talking about the movie. Which movie is it today? Hook. Hook. <laughs> Hook. 1991. Yes, sir. Yes. That's right. Directed by Steven yes. Spielberg, of course. Yes. Starring Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman, Julia Roberts, Bob Hoskins, and Dame Maggie Smith, who I absolutely mm-hmm. love, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. She's so great in everything. She's a little bit in everything growing up. Yeah. She is. Uh, the budget was $70 million. And can you believe at the box office, this thing made $300.9 million? Wow. That's crazy. I had yeah. no idea at the time. So the critical score is 29%, which is kind of shocking. Yeah, it's critics too harsh. It's and then the audience score being 76%. So <laughs> obviously they're missing something that we see yes. <laughs> in the movie. But why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about why you chose Hook. And if you can also tell us a little bit about what Hook is about. Sure. Um, well, Hook is about a character named Peter Banning. Peter Banning is a mild-mannered lawyer, and he goes to visit his adopted mother in the United Kingdom with his two children. And while he's there, the two children are kidnapped by apparently Captain Hook from the Peter Pan stories. Peter Banning wakes up the next day in Neverland and learns that he is, in fact, supposedly Peter Pan. (laughs) Tinkerbell and the Lost Boys try and get him into shape to save his children until maybe one day he can realize who he, he truly is and and right. reach out and save them. Oh my gosh, it's very good. By the way, that was awesome. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you have experience uh, pitching and uh, telling uh, you know ideas right. to oh my God. Uh, pitching investors. Is so scary for me. Like, I, <laughs> I had to take a Ooh. class in it for my film school before. and I would start really good, but then it just kind of trails because I look at the blank face and I'm going. <laughs> Yeah, you're not falling for this. Sorry, mm-hmm. like you, you, you lose concentration. But oh, so good. But I like your style. Kate. Yes, no, it's, <laughs> thank you, thank you. it's that theatrical thing, you know. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, just in case anyone 
course, I'm sure a lot of people know, but Peter Banning is played by Robin Williams, who was just, who was an amazing, fantastic talent. Mm. I wish was still around with us today. Um, he was kind of like America's dad, just kind of everywhere at the time. Mm. Yeah, he certainly stapled my childhood. Yeah, growing up, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> but one yeah. of the things I like about this movie as well is that it's almost like saying, don't lose your inner kit. Everyone, mm. even, doesn't matter how old you get, don't yes. forget who you are like a little bit on the inside and have fun and don't take mm-hmm. it seriously necessarily you know yeah um, absolutely so i'm kind of curious when did you first see hook well it came out in 1991 and i probably didn't see it immediately when it came out because i was very very young at that time so i probably saw it when i was like uh i don't know five or six years old but it was just one of those movies we had it on vhs and i just watched it I just watched, you know, it was just one of those movies that I just really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, it it meant different things to me at different times, too, because one of the plays that I did growing up was Peter Pan. I was I, I was played one of the Lost Boys on stage on a, in a stage production. Um, and, uh, you know, so I had this I had this connection to it as well there. So just the, the Peter Pan story really, you know, was interesting to me. And then Hook. And so I just always sort of like really. It, it was it was just a fun thing for me to go and experience, you know, all the time, you know. That's pretty awesome. I was getting ready to think, say like, oh, please say that you played Peter because you probably <laughs> practiced the flying movements, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. No, I never got to fly. I never got to fly. This was oh, community man. theater. They didn't fly the Lost Boys in community theater. <laughs> liability. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Liability. Yeah. Issue. <laughs> and logistics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So what about this film? Um, as Chad, I'm sure you're probably interested as well. Like what made this one your favorite film? I, I you know, I, I thought about it for a second because there's usually a, a, another, there's another go-to film that I talk about when I talk about like an influential film for me. Um, but uh, this one kind of popped into my head pretty quickly after that because I was like, that other, that other one's really good. That one's inspiring. That one I get different things out of. This one, I watched this movie and this is just a fun movie. This is what I want movies to look like. This is what like, you know, what I want them to feel like. This is just like the experience. I, I enjoy the experience of that movie. I think the storytelling is great. I think the, um, you know, the way uh, concepts are introduced throughout are very effective and enjoyable and entertaining. And, you know, it's, um, and even aside from just the filmmaking aspects of it, you can sit down and I, I just, I, I think, I don't know. I feel like you can put that movie on at any point in the movie and, yeah. and start it right there and you're going to have fun watching it, yes. you know, um, which I've done so many times. I've just like been channel surfing. <laughs> oh, hooks on stay. Yeah, exactly. It was the you same know? way growing Like, you know, back in the day when HBO would play, sometimes those movies like during the day, maybe during the weekend or something and you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. there's hook. Yeah. I'm captivated. Yeah, it definitely transport you into a different world. And that's kind of like, I guess that's what you would like to do with your movies is transport them into this different world and keep people in on this journey. Yeah, what's going on. So yeah, that's, I can see where it would mean a lot for you there. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I'm curious, even though, um, and this is kind of interesting, but even though this movie is a sequel, and I think it's unique well, not, I want to say like necessarily an unof, it's like an unofficial sequel. Mm-hmm. So 
and I think they did it smart because it was like, oh, okay, imagine Peter Pan as an adult, mm-hmm. close to middle age, a lawyer, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then transfer him back into Neverland where he has to try to remember. So it's completely different. But outside of that, what would you think if like there was some sort of maybe sequel to this movie or maybe even a prequel? Like, what would you want to see? And what do you think of that idea? Well, I've thought about this idea a lot. Uh, <laughs> nice, you thought about with my, it. <laughs> <laughs> with, my, with my Peter Pan interest here. Um, I actually um, think it would be very interesting to see a story of a prequel to Peter Pan. I think it'd be an interesting... Dis- my my feeling is, and I don't know how this works in you know Neverland theory. I don't know if there is an official source for this, but my my feeling is that James arrived as a lost boy on at Neverland the way all the other lost boys arrived, and then warred with Peter over dominance of the tribe of lost boys, and then when he lost, decided the ultimate revenge would be to grow up. And become a pirate. Oh yeah, man, there you go. That I think would be a really cool film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for that, sure. would, <laughs> yeah. that would be really interesting, right? Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree. God. So yeah, either that, or I'd like to see like that's a my Ruf- thought. <laughs> uh, like a Rufio, a Rufio uh, movie. movie. Yeah, a Rufio movie. <laughs> yeah, he now, was one of the cooler characters. Yeah, weren't they sort of developing a Rufio movie loosely? You know, that's a good question. That's a good question. I'm not 100% I think they sure. they were loosely developing something. And I think the actor said they were developing something. I don't know whatever came yeah. of it, but it was in the past like five years that I saw this. Maybe COVID oh, wow. did something with that, but yeah. I seem to remember. Oh, you know, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I the thing is, he, he became me. one of the popular characters. And of course, you know, Bangarang became, you know, the, oh, yeah. you know. I still say Bangarang. Yeah, exactly. Right? I say it like after you get a scene yeah. filmed and it's already done, you're like, "This Bang-a-ring. is it. We got it." Bangarang. I there may be a there may be a take of me doing that somewhere. Nice. In some of these movies. Leave it for the blooper reels. Yeah. <laughs> and that reminds me, like one of my I did not know this for many years. It really wasn't until Chad and Josh and maybe another friend of us told us, but. Glenn Close makes a cameo in this movie. And she yes. plays, of course, one of the pirates, which I did not know. It was like, <laughs> For the longest mm-hmm. time, yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. Which goes to show... Like, the boo box. You know, how good she, yeah, <laughs> the boo box. Yeah. Oh, man, that's like my favorite oh quote my from God. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the boo box. That, that blew my mind when I learned about that cameo. Yeah. Yeah. But then, if you see it, you know you can see it if you know yeah, it exactly. Yeah, once you see yeah. it, like it's yeah. there. But yeah, she she was great. Yeah, yeah, that one little that one little blip. Oh, that was yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, another interesting cameo at the very end of the film when Tinkerbell flies off in London, and there's mm-hmm. a couple on the bridge, and they start floating up and they're dancing. If oh, you remember yeah. that shot, mm-hmm. that is George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. No wow. way. Wow. George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. That. Now that just blows my mind too because I did not know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really awesome to know. I never know. Oh, how did I not know that? That's so that's so cool. Oh my god! I don't think they're Talk credited. About a Star Wars thing there for yeah, you. really. Like, and how that movie kind of comes full circle for you. Yeah, you know that's that is really interesting. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I learned I learned that one you know relatively recently. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that one I was like, what? Yeah, 
you're going to get off of this and you're going to reflect on it like man this movie really has followed me <laughs> <laughs> wait a so, minute my next my next film was going to be called hook i should stop that <laughs> no i'm kidding no you're good so i'm curious like what what's a favorite scene for you out of the movie, or even a favorite quote a favorite scene or a favorite quote yeah well yeah um uh, i think it probably it might be the food fight scene oh that's a good one one. yeah that's a real turning point in the film Mm -hmm. and that's really i I mean that's really the 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 moment in the movie that it's like it it, that's what it's about is about and and as you you referenced it earlier where he's where it's like it's about finding this this childlike thing inside yourself and he doesn't see the food there's no food there there's nothing to eat whatever and then he just wants he just wants it to be there to throw in Rufio's face and there it is yeah and then he's and then he's a kid again and then he's Peter Pan you know and it's like that was that was such a cool that's such a cool moment in the film yeah right exactly yeah I totally agree with you on that one yeah it's putting the vision in your head and then you finally see it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah oh my gosh that is so cool so and this to kind of like round up some things on hook here why should people see it why should people see hook yes Okay, people should see Hook because it's a kind of movie that is uh, rare now. I think. Um, I think that it. I think that Hook represents a genre that doesn't exactly exist in the same way that it did previously. Hook is a movie that's a PG movie that. Um, it's it's a movie for the whole family, first of all, because you know it's not like you're going to any crazy you know places you you can sit down and and you can everybody can enjoy it but it's not a movie that is you know it's not a light movie in that sense it takes itself very seriously these are you know these are high stakes you can see moments that you know I, i i think that it's um i think that people should see it because a it's enjoyable you're gonna you're gonna watch it and you're gonna have a great time watching it um b uh, it'll probably stay with you because there are moments in there that really, I think, mean something. And see, as I said, I don't think that there's a lot of movies out here, uh, you know, lately that have that same feel. Yeah. Um, you know, I personally would like to make some movies that feel that kind of same way. Uh, but I, I think that I haven't seen too many lately. So um, if if you're somebody who's been see, you know, has never seen it and you are, you know, interested in seeing something of good quality that's a little different, go for it. That's really good. I agree too. Like, I think if anything, um, again, it kind of goes back to that thing of like being an adult and you have to, of course, do the adulting things, but when you need that escape and this movie kind of just reminds you of just have fun too. Don't take all Mm. everything too seriously. Don't worry about it necessarily every day. I know sometimes that can be hard, but you know, look at what you kind of have around you with family, friends or whatever, you know, you can, you can sit there at the table and imagine there's food and then have a good time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. An imaginary food fight. There as you well, go. You know? Yeah. yeah. Have some fun with that. <laughs> and then it's also do the boo box. You the know, box. The boo yeah. box. So before we go as well, is there anything you would like to tell us more uh, with Shimmer? Is there anything else that people, why should people see Shimmer or, um, you know, any other details you want to give us about it? Sure, absolutely. Well, um, first of all, uh, if uh, Shimmer is uh, can be found on shimmerthemovie.com um, and uh, it's available on Amazon, it's on Vudu, it's on Dish, it's on in-demand. It's also available uh, in certain Walmart stores. They, uh, it's, it's on Blu-ray and DVD. Um, 
And uh, also a fun thing, uh, Shimmer the Novel coming out soon. So that's going to be oh, exciting. Wow. Oh, uh, nice. yeah. And, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, why should, why should people watch Shimmer? Uh, I, again, I think that I, I think that this is something a little different. I think that this is something really fun. I think that, um, you know, it's, I, I look at it as a mystery thriller with some horror elements. And if that's something you're interested in, go for it. If you like anything from, as you said, the X-Files um, to Scooby-Doo, I would say, you know, <laughs> yeah. enjoy it. You know, mm-hmm. I threw a little Scooby-Doo reference in there. Uh, one of the characters says something about solving a mystery. You know, I'm like, let's, nice. let's do this. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I, I think that it's, uh, I think that it's something that a, a lot of people can connect to. And if you're interested in having a, a fun evening with a mystery film that has uh, some uh, unexpected payoffs, uh, I would think, I would think, go, with, go for Shimmer. Sure. Yeah. Sounds great, man. Yeah. So where can people find you? Yeah. Um, as for myself, um, again, uh, so Shimmer News on ShimmerTheMovie.com, or you know, we also have uh, the Shimmer Facebook page, the Shimmer Instagram page, um, and those are both uh, at uh, ShimmerTheMovie. Um, and then uh, as for myself, um, I have a website, RobSiano.com, and then my handles on Facebook and Instagram are at RobSianoFilm, um, and that's pretty much where you're going to find information about myself um, and, uh, and my upcoming projects. And, uh, and finally, my company is Venture Cinema, so venture-cinema.com. Nice. And I, I just want to jump in real quick. Um, yeah. You're, uh, I, I saw where you uh, were um, working on a, on a movie of a very different genre, a romantic comedy, it seems like. Can you give us a little bit of a teaser on that and maybe a possibly a release date ballpark figure on that one? Absolutely. So this, this uh, film is called 29. Um, and... Uh, Funny, we're talking about sort of coming of age films with uh, with Hook because 29 is um, it's about two 29 year olds, very naive. They've kind of been skating their way through lot through their life, and they meet and start to fall in love just in time for life to threaten to take them in separate directions, and they need to take the reins of their lives for the first time. So yes, very different genre, um, but I'm very excited about this film. It's going to premiere at the Garden State Film Festival on March 27th. Nice. Uh, okay. Just it's coming up. It's uh, if anybody's interested, if you're going to be at the Garden State Film Festival or if you're going to be in New Jersey and you're interested in just going to see the film, they have individual screening tickets. It's going to be um, that Sunday at the Jersey Shore Arts Center at 2.30 p.m. Okay. Uh, and you can get information uh, at uh, gsff.org for ticketing uh, on that. Um, and other than that, I mean, that film, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to be able to work in the next month. I'm going to be releasing some trailers. And we started putting some information for, uh, uh, for that on, uh, on uh, Facebook and Instagram at 29 movie. Everything spelled out T-W-E-N-T-Y-N-I-N-E movie. Okay. See, I, he did really good with that because I would have messed that up so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. So, Mr. Siano. Thank you so much for joining us today and taking the time to be here and to absolutely hook because you know hook is one of those, I haven't talked about it in a long time so it was just great to have a conversation about it and I think Agreed. we can go on forever and ever about it because there's a oh, lot yeah. to take from it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Shimmer is out right now. Like he said, it's available on your digital platforms. It's also at some WalMarts on Blu-ray and DVD. He's got 29 coming up here soon, so make sure you visit his platforms and support him. And hopefully we'll get to talk again. Yeah, hope so. Awesome. All right. right. And everyone have a good day. And I'm Chris. And I'm Chen. Have a good one.